0: It took me years to understand that, oh, it wasn't my fault because he cheats on everyone he's with. It took me years to realize that I was carrying all of my insecurities from my cheating ex onto new relationships, and I was self-sabotaging my new relationships. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's Viola Benson, your favorite meme queen in the big sis you didn't ask for, but welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Are you ready hi Basties, and welcome to a brand new almost adulting the largest self-love podcast and movement your number one destination for personal growth and mental health i'm your big sister and your host violetta before we get started this is a quick reminder to subscribe to my podcast whether you're currently listening on spotify or apple or you're watching the podcast on youtube Correct. We are now on YouTube. All the episodes come out on Friday on YouTube. So you can hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Again, we have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Today we have a beautiful Thursday episode starting November with cheating. This is a big, big topic. Many of you have been asking me to cover this. And I thought, why not? I will not be able to cover everything I want to cover on cheating since I want to keep it short with all the information I'll be sharing. But today, when it comes to cheating, I will be giving you signs that someone is cheating, why people cheat, and what to do after you get cheated on. Okay, so listen, it is one thing when someone chooses to break up with you, but it's another thing when someone cheats on you. It's almost even more confusing because a person supposedly wanted to be with you since they didn't take the time to break up with you, yet they still went ahead and cheat on you. It means they weren't thinking about you when they cheat on you, or I guess they wouldn't have done it. So then how do you deal with that betrayal? Do you stay with them or do you leave? Or even if you do either, it still breaks your heart because how can you trust them or anyone else again for that matter. So that is why I want to start off with some red flags and warning signs that someone is cheating on you. I did loads of research, so I picked out my favorites, okay? Here are signs someone is cheating on you. Number one, if they are a man. (laughs) Kidding. I'm kidding. Both women and men cheat, so I'm kidding. The first one is If they get insecure around you or suspicious, aka they are projecting. My ex-boyfriend used to do this all the time. He would get insecure. He would always be suspicious. He would always question where I'm at. He was super possessive. And I was like, wow, he must really love me. And no, he didn't. It was actually because he was cheating on me. Because a lot of the time when people start to act this way, it's because they're thinking, well, I'm up to no good. So maybe my partner is as well. Because for whatever reason, cheaters are hypocrites. They love to cheat on you, but they can't handle you cheating on them. The second one is if they are on their phone at all times and they're super sneaky with their phone. So that means they don't let you go anywhere near their phone. Like they could be in the shower and their phone is just somewhere in the room with you. And the minute they hear a ring, they beeline to their phone past their family. They don't even care. They just need to make sure that you don't pick up the phone instead. The next one is if they are being really secretive about their life and their whereabouts, like something changed and now they just share nothing with you. The next one is if you guys have less sex than usual or you completely stopped having sex. That is a huge red flag because most likely, if they're not having sex with you, they're having sex with someone else and they're now emotionally and sexually invested in someone else. A lot of the time, and this is such a mind fuck, but a lot of the time when someone enters an affair with someone else, they start to feel this weird loyalty towards the other person. So they stop having sex with their own partner and only sleep with their other partner that they're currently you know, cheating with, to kind of have some loyalty to them. And that's a lot of the time why you guys stopped having sex. The next one is if you start noticing a lack of romance or a lack of interest in you. They don't care about your day. They don't care what's going on. They just don't care about you at all. The next one is lack of availability or just completely disappearing. Either they start to disappear suddenly on a random night. Suddenly their phone is off the whole night or they said they're going to the store For 10 minutes, now it's been four or five hours unaccounted for. You have no idea where they're going because they also don't share with you. The next sign that they're cheating on you is if they're telling people that they're single. (laughs) And this one's really obvious. If you are catching them on dating apps, if your friends are catching your partner on dating apps, they're cheating on you. And if their excuse is, well, babe, I'm only on Tinder... Because I'm actually on Tinder for my friends because I want my friends to find someone as amazing as you because I think that's not fair. How selfish of me to get to experience such an amazing girlfriend. They also deserve to have an amazing girlfriend like you. So that's why I'm on Tinder right now to find them an amazing partner like you for my friends. And if you think Violet, Violetta, that is idiotic. Who would fall for that? Guess what? Someone DM'd me asking me if I think based on that information that the partner was cheating on them. And I was like, no, of course not. They're not cheating on you. In opposite world, yes, they're cheating on you. (laughs) Come on. The next one is if they start to change their behavior or routine, whether suddenly they're working out more because they care more about their looks or they're picking up new hobbies their work schedule has completely changed. They're only working nights and weekends, or they picked up a new friend group that they're always with and you never get to meet them. The next one is if they start to have mood swings, it seems like they're always trying to pick up a fight with you now. They're dramatic, over the top. Their moods are constantly changing. It feels like you're walking on eggshells with them. They're constantly looking for something to get angry with you, to kind of justify for themselves why they're cheating on you. They're finding excuses to take space from you, to not speak to you, because the truth is they're feeling guilty. So they're either trying to find ways for you to dump them, they're looking for ways to dump you, or they're looking for reasons to justify by picking fights with you in order for you to fight back, justify why they're such shitty people who are cheating on you. The next one is kind of similar to the previous one where they start finding everything wrong with you. They are now putting you down constantly, whether it's your mannerism, suddenly not longer attracted to your looks. Everything you do suddenly annoys them. Suddenly they're acting like you have always been ungrateful. You are not meeting their emotional needs. You just don't get them. They will put you down by comparing you to others. It feels as if No matter what you do, you are not good enough for them. No matter how hard you try and fill their needs, they act as if you are ungrateful and it's not working because it's a way for them to feel better about them cheating on you. The next one is you guys stop having date nights and you stop going anywhere public. They stop posting on social media and suddenly it feels like, are they hiding me? Well, guess what? There are two reasons for that. Number one, he has a wife and a family and you're actually the side chick. Or number two, he found someone else and he doesn't want you two to run into each other or to know about one another. So he's hiding you both. The next one is if your relationship issues completely disappear. It's not because things are better. It means he's completely checked out. He gave up. He stopped caring and he just does not give a shit to fix the relationship because sometimes some disagreements are actually healthy and good for your relationship. The next one is if they gaslight you. When you confront them with evidence of cheating, your partner may lash out. They may call you crazy. They may make you question your reality, make you feel like you are misunderstanding, guilt you into violating their privacy. The fact that you can't trust them, that you're just paranoid, make you question your reality. For example, if you heard them on the phone with Jackie, and you're like, who the fuck is Jackie? And they go, I've been working with Jackie for seven years. I talk about her all the time. You see? This is what I'm talking about. You never listen to me. You never listen to anything I say. If you would have listened, you would have known. I've been working with Jackie for seven years. Guess what? He's fucking Jackie and she does not work with him. He's gaslighting you, okay? (laughs) The next one is if they have cheated previously on all of their other partners, but they swore that you're different, it will be different with you and you believe them. Guess what? You're not different and they're definitely cheating on you too because if you want to figure out someone's future actions, what you need to do is look at their past actions. That's how you figure it out. The next one is if you start to date them while they were with someone else. Because how you get them is how you lose them as Khloe Kardashian. You are no different. Your partner is just repeating a pattern. You are part of that pattern. Because let me tell you, bestie, everyone knows that the way you get him is the way you lose him. When you are dating someone who is in another relationship, there is no way that they respect you. Sorry. There's no way that they will put you on some relationship pedestal. You are literally telling them with your actions that you're okay with what they're doing, that you're okay with being a side chick, that you're okay with them being a cheater, that you're okay with that type of behavior. So then how can you be surprised when they go ahead and do the same thing to you? You told them you don't have to respect me. You told them I don't even respect other women, let alone myself. I don't believe in monogamy. I mean, duh, that's why I'm fucking you while you are fucking someone else too. Don't be the other woman. And now the last two signs that I think are the most obvious ones when it comes to figuring out someone's cheating on you are number one, if you start to feel it in your gut, there's something wrong. You have to listen to your intuition because most of the time, most likely than not, there is something wrong. If you get to a point where now you need to invade their personal space and the privacy and you're driving yourself mad, that's not a relationship you want to be in. It's not healthy, not for you, not for them. You can't have a healthy relationship if you're constantly paranoid and suspicious. of whether your suspicions are justified or not, trust me, trust is the most essential thing in a relationship. My mom used to always say, whenever I was paranoid, about my ex cheating on me, which he was, by the way. She told me, listen, the end of the day, if someone wants to cheat on you, they're going to cheat on you and there's nothing you can do to stop them. I know it sounds crazy, but she said, why would you ruin your own mental health and your physical health and drive yourself insane when you can't stop that person's behavior? And in a weird way, it made me feel better because she was right. If someone's going to do something, they were going to do it regardless. So I might as well just sit back and relax, allow them to do whatever shit they want to do. And then once I find out, then I can deal with their actions by, you know, leaving them. And then the last good sign to figure out if someone's cheating on you is when you bring them around your friends, all your friends start to act weird, uncomfortable, awkward, like there's something wrong with your partner. Because most of the time your friends see what we're not ready to see because we have love goggles on. So your friends a lot of the time know when your person is not right for you. They usually know. And a lot of times they don't want to tell you. So if everyone's really weird around your boyfriend or everyone hates your boyfriend, he's definitely not treating you well or he's cheating on you and they all know and no one's saying anything because a lot of the time you're not ready to see what you need to see until you're finally ready for it. I think that's a saying, I may get it wrong. I don't know. Anyway, that's the signs. Let's move on. It's official, I've fallen in love, but not with a human being, but instead a new protein powder. It's my new go-to favorite morning shake right now that I am just obsessed with. Usually I find the protein powder has this like chalky aftertaste, but Clean Simple Eats is so different. It's so creamy, it's so smooth and has absolutely zero chalkiness. And you guys, their pumpkin pie flavor is currently my favorite one. Before that, I was talking about their coconut cream. Before that, I was talking about their vanilla flavor. And this week, I'm trying their pumpkin pie flavor. And it literally tastes like heaven. It tastes like fall, and I'm obsessed with it. It's the most delicious protein that they've ever had. I've started drinking it every single morning. I mix it with almond milk, and it makes me feel super healthy. They currently have 26 delicious all-natural flavors. You can't go wrong with any of them. Like I said, this is my third flavor that I've been trying. I love their vanilla flavor. I love their coconut cream flavor. But they have other unique flavors like chocolate, snickerdoodle, and so much more. And one of the things that I love about Clean Simple Eats is their high ingredient standards. Their protein powder is always grass-fed with no artificial ingredients, third-party tested, non-GMO, and gluten-free. What more can you ask for? Plus... Clean Simple Eats is female-funded, female-owned business, and you know that I love that, right? So visit cleansimpleeats.com and use my code ADULTING at the checkout for 20% off of your first order. That is cleansimpleeats.com using my code ADULTING for 20% off of your first order. You'll be supporting my podcast and you'll be supporting your health. You're welcome. So then it begs the question, why do people cheat? Well, in the end of the day, based on research, when it comes to cheating, from all the research that I've done, from all the people that I also ask, guess what? There are numerous reasons, but one reason will never be true is that it has to do with their partner because it has never anything to do with their partner. Infidelity is often a selfish act and its motivation has everything to do with a person who's cheating. Don't believe me? Ask Esther Apparel, who's a relationship therapist, and expert who did a whole TED talk on this based on her research. Cheating will always be a choice that people make. Remember that if you're cheating, You cannot blame it on alcohol, on temptation, on long distance. None of that is ever an excuse to cheat because you always have a choice to also leave. When someone cheats, it's always 100% of the time it has to do with the cheater themselves. Most likely, there's something missing in their life, in themselves themselves. Whether it is lack of love in themselves, low self-esteem, feeling neglected, but can't communicate it because they have the maturity level of a high schooler. They lack passion in the relationship, but again, unable to communicate it with their partner because they feel maybe embarrassed by the lack of passion, or maybe they're too much of a coward to break up, or they're feeling insecure that you will leave them or cheat on them. So they decide to do it first. Or maybe they hate themselves and they are subconsciously self-sabotaging the relationship. Or they are looking for validation because they don't feel good about themselves. Or they think they're a piece of shit, so they're looking to validate that they're a piece of shit by cheating. Or they are looking for someone to make them feel better about their insecurities being with you. Or they need to feel a rush, so they cheat. Because after two nose jobs from doing too much cocaine, they can't do snort cocaine anymore to get that rush. So instead, they're cheating on you. Or sometimes people cheat because they want to be someone else. So they get to disguise and pretend to be someone else, whether it's someone smarter, someone cooler, whatever it is, they find someone that gives them that validation or it's someone that just doesn't like who they are or they don't like who they are when they're with you because being with you they know you're too good for them in conclusion there are plenty of reasons of why people cheat and guess what we will never be able to guess why these people do what they do why they decided to hurt you why they decided to ruin your relationship because we are not in their heads but one thing will always be true And that is that it is never, never on the partner. It is never your fault when someone cheats on you. Trust me, okay? It will never be an acceptable time for someone to cheat. Even if someone cheated on you, still doesn't make it okay for you to cheat on them, you can leave. You always have a choice. And one of your choices is to leave. Because when you cheat on someone, the scars that you leave behind on that person are tremendous and it takes years to heal. So remember that. In my opinion, I feel like when someone cheats on me, it must mean to me that they must have lost all respect for me when they decided to go ahead and cheat on me. Because the cheater definitely was not thinking about you. They didn't consider your feelings. They weren't thinking about you at all. They were just thinking of themselves and they were thinking about the enjoyment in the moment. They were only thinking about their own feelings. So for me, the trust, the purity, the innocence, the love, it's gone. And of course it can be different for every person, but I can never forgive cheating. Maybe when I was younger, I used to forgive it. When someone cheated on me, I remember when I was younger, I wanted to forgive the person that cheated on me because I wanted to be with them so bad. I love them so much. But then the shit part is that it was almost like a realization that I had to let them go in order for them to learn their lesson for the next relationship. I know it sucks. You're like, what about this relationship? But you end up being their lesson where they need to learn that there are consequences and you must leave them. So then hopefully the next person, they won't hurt as much as they hurt you. But regardless, you don't even wanna be with someone that cheats on you. And by the way, most of these cheaters don't change. Both of my exes who cheated on me and then found someone else, they were hitting me up before they proposed to their girlfriends. So trust me, I dodged the bullet, and I'm sure you did as well. What happens when you get cheated on? You know what happens when you cheat on someone? When you cheat on someone, they rarely start to question you. Instead, they normally start to question themselves. When you cheat on someone, it breaks a person. So before you go out there and really cheat on someone, instead, break up with them or explain to them your insecurities and why you're feeling the way you feel. Just remember that when you cheat on someone, Not only do you break their heart, you destroy them. You break the idea of who they are as a person and not just in the relationship with you, but that shit will linger on for years. And I know this from experience. When my ex cheated on me, my ex of eight years, I recall that I definitely back then believed that it was my fault. I was in my early 20s, then mid 20s because I wasn't loving. I thought it was my fault that maybe I wasn't loving enough. I thought that maybe I wasn't pretty enough. I thought that because I struggled back then with touch and showing affection, that it must have been that. And I felt so much shame around it. I thought if only I hugged him more, if only I made him feel more loved, then he would have loved me more and he wouldn't have cheated on me. Maybe he just didn't realize how much I cared about him, how much I loved him. Maybe if I said it more, then he wouldn't have cheated on me. Maybe... If my body was nicer, maybe if I didn't pick a fight with him that one night, then he wouldn't have cheated on me. And the list goes on. It took me years to understand that, oh, it wasn't my fault because he cheats on everyone he's with. It took me years to realize that I was carrying all of my insecurities from my cheating ex onto new relationships. And I was self sabotaging my new relationships, not only because I no longer could trust my new partners, but because I no longer could trust myself. When you get cheated on, you're no longer able to trust yourself and your gut because you were so blinded by your last relationship. You start to question your own intuition because you missed the last time. How could I have fallen madly in love with someone and completely missed all of the red flags? And now you wonder, is everything then a sign? Maybe now I should be more alert and now you drive yourself insane and the new person you're dating. Until, of course, you heal yourself. And you heal that wound within yourself that's making you feel all those insecurities. So you then can avoid the worst mistake that many, many people do post getting cheated on. And that is subconsciously punishing your new potential partner for your ex's actions. You have to realize that your new partner is not your ex. They did not enter a relationship with you in order to hurt you. They do not deserve to suffer for what your ex did. So you must heal yourself first before accidentally breaking someone else's heart. My ex-boyfriend, when he cheated on me, he broke my heart. And he cheated on me numerous times. And it took me forever, by the way, to find out that he was cheating on me. And in the end, he was the one that was able to move on. And I stayed there crying myself to sleep, having insecurities, not being able to trust anyone. And I thought, well, that's so unfair. I mean, even when he got married years ago, a lot of time passed since our breakup and I was so over him. I mean, I was the one to end our last relationship. I broke up with him and he actually even tried to have sex with me right before he proposed. So obviously he didn't change, but it was still this feeling of what does he get to move on? And I don't. And I remember I told my mom, I said, mom, that's not fair. Why did he get to string me along for so many years and cheat on me and break my trust, break my heart? And here I am staying back and I'm keeping myself closed off because I was too scared to get into anything new with anyone else. I couldn't trust other people. I constantly self-sabotage every relationship. I had because I was too afraid that the new people would cheat on me and hurt me again. At one point, I just decided, what's the point of trying? So I just completely closed myself off to anything new, to some great potential partners that I met. And instead, my ex-boyfriend, the cheater who did terrible things, not only did he blame me for cheating on me, but it felt as if he felt no guilt. And he was able to move on so freely to new partners, even to the point that he found his person and he was married. And here I am, I ended up alone. And I remember I told my mom, why am I getting punished for something he did? It's not fair. And my mom said, count your blessings that you are not with him anymore. Count your blessings that you learned so much from it. Unfortunately, you stay with him longer than I would have wanted you to, but your time will come. So don't look at it as in it's not fair or he shouldn't be happy. Let him do his thing. But what you have to do is you have to keep looking forward and you have to keep moving forward and you have to allow people into your life. You have to trust yourself that you learn so much from this experience that you will not allow it to happen again, that you trust yourself so much that you will allow yourself to open up and fall in love with someone again. Because you know how amazing love can be because you too deserve to find love. You deserve to fall in love again. You deserve to find someone who will love you the way your ex couldn't. So do not punish yourself anymore for something someone else did. And also, she said, you need to understand that when you do start to find these new partners, like I said before, you can't go and blame them. You can't go and punish them for something your old partner did. That just because your heart is broken, it doesn't mean that you need to break someone else's too. And she was right, because guess what? My ex did not change. He cheats on his wife with his two kids. And that could have been my life. And I'm so grateful that it's not. Because personally, that's not a life for me. I would always, always choose love over money. Another thing that my mom taught me was this. My mom always told me, if you marry for money, you will earn every penny. Because he who makes the gold makes the rules. So, marry for money and pay for it for the rest of your life. AKA being in an unhappy marriage. Or, you know, as they say, first time, marry for love. Second time, marry for money. Third time, don't get married because you'll lose the alimony. (laughs) Now, the second worst mistake that we make when someone cheats on us is we blame the other woman. Guess what? It sucks to hear, but the other woman, she does not owe you anything. She was not the one that entered into a monogamous, loving relationship with you. She did not hold your hand. When you were sick, she did not fall in love with you. She did not cuddle with you all those nights. She was not there for you when someone in your family passed away or when you were going through hardship. She wasn't part of any of that. She has no emotional attachment to you. She does not owe you anything. What us women need to stop doing is to go after the other woman. If it wasn't her, it would have been someone else. She owes you nothing and expecting loyalty From the other woman, because we're women and we should stick by each other's side, is delusional. The only person that owed you anything through your relationship was your partner. Your partner owed you the responsibility to not cheat on you. Your partner owed you the responsibility to communicate with you before they did that, to leave you if they didn't want to be with you. It doesn't mean that the other woman does not suck. She will get her karma, but it means that don't waste all that energy on the other woman. Be happy. You found out and those two losers deserve each other, okay? Hating her will not erase what happened. Moving on will. I hope that helps. So then why do we feel like the ones who hurt us the most are the ones who mean the most to us? Why do we sometimes in our head we feel like they must be our person because the heartbreak hurts so bad? Well, here's the reason. It's because many of us grew up believing the love was supposed to be painful. We believe that you had to chase people to earn their love. Maybe you love people who constantly hurt you because deep down being around them validates how you feel about yourself. Sometimes we also get addicted to the highs and lows of a toxic on and off relationship. We think, wow, if someone can make me feel this low, it must mean something. It must mean I love them so much for me to feel this much pain. And if they can make me feel this low, then they can also make me feel on an insane high, the love becomes a drug and you constantly need a fix. And that's what you put up with the lows because you can't wait for the highs. At least you feel something with them because when you're not with them, you just feel numb. But guess what? Those intense emotions that you experience from feeling pain from other people many times, it has more to do with your inner child and your childhood wounds than it does of the actual person in front of you. Have you ever reacted super extremely Over dramatic, quote unquote, over something that felt so minuscule that it made you confused. Maybe even over a person that you just met, they just triggered you. Guess what? It's not that person. It's not because they're the one for you. It's because it's a wound from your childhood that you haven't healed yet. So it's not because you love Jimmy, who you just known for two weeks. He's not your soulmate. That's not why he's triggering you. It's because a parent or an adult in your life growing up made you feel something as a child that you were not able to understand or process it properly back then. And it is only now resurfacing, triggered by Jimmy. Which by the way, should make you feel so much better knowing that it wasn't Jimmy's love. Jimmy's not special. It's just your body asking you to pay attention to it, to allow yourself to heal an old wound. In order for you to move on from the lost partner the cheat on you, that broke you, that hurt you, you really have to force yourself to be able to look back and remember all the bad parts, everything about them that you didn't like. You have to sit down, you have to make a list by writing all of the negative things about that person, by also understanding that when they cheat on you, they chose to walk away, they chose to break this relationship. It was not on you, it was on them. And that you are so much better without them. And whoever is out there that's currently going through a heartbreak or that's currently mourning someone cheating on them, I want to tell you something, okay? I don't care who you are in this world. I don't even need to know you to tell you that you are more than enough. I am so sorry that someone out there made you feel that you were any less, but I want you to know right now that you do deserve love. You deserve the same love you keep giving to everyone around you. I want to remind you that for the right person and for the right people in your life, who love you, you will never be too much. With the right person who will come into your life, you will not need to feel like you have to compete for their love, to chase them, to prove to them how amazing you are. They will make you feel safe. So don't ever associate yourself with anyone in your life that makes you feel any less than or makes you feel not seen, not heard. Life is too short to spend it with people who do not care about you or spending with people where you have to try to prove to them why you deserve their love and loyalty. It is not your responsibility to teach someone how to love you. Someone that clearly does not want to learn. You should not have to dim your light just so someone else can shine. And I hope that one day you will wake up and you will finally choose yourself. I hope that helps. Anyway, you guys, today was a very short episode about cheating. I feel like I wasn't able to get to everything I wanted to get because obviously I seem to talk a lot, but hopefully we did cover on signs that someone's cheating on you, why people cheat and kind of understanding your own emotions afterwards. So hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Please DM me or write in a five-star review on Apple Whether you want me to dive deeper into the cheating stuff, whether it's trying to make it work with someone that cheated on you, I can give you tips if you decide to do that since everyone's situation is different. What it's like to be the other woman, how to get payback, someone that cheated on you, although the best payback is to, uh, you know, move on, live a good life. If you want to punish someone, the best way to punish them is to live a good life. Trust me. Anyway, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star review on Apple. Always helps my podcast and I read all of them and it makes my heart blossom, (laughs) if that's the word. And yeah, DM me if you want me to cover more cheating stuff. Hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. I hope you have an amazing November and let's make the last couple of months of the year the best ones possible. Bye besties.